Over the next few minutes, I'm going to help you work out how to answer questions about your kids' vulva and clitoris if they're asking you about it. And welcome back to Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul and I sit in a car with you each week answering a question to help you raise a confident and caring young person. That's it. Who respects themselves and the people around them. And this week we are specifically looking at vulvas and clitorises and how to answer questions about your kids' parts on their body. The parent who asked this question specifically said that her child asked this question and she didn't know what to say. So let's get going. I remember, I think it was probably 11, uh, I got a torch for my birthday because, you know, it was the 80s and we were missionaries and there wasn't a lot of stuff to get. I got a torch for my birthday and had this little circle mirror about this big. And I remember some nights going to bed, getting my torch and getting my mirror, head under the blankets and having a look at my vulva. Not that I knew it was called that at the time, but having a look. Because particularly during that age, my vulva was changing and um, I didn't know that it did that. So it was all very interesting. So point one about this conversation that you want to have with your kid about vulvas and clitorises, particularly clitorises. How would we answer a question that a child asks about any other part of their body that we weren't quite sure what to say? So for example, if a child asks us, um, what is their eye for, or how does their eye work, or anything to do with eye, what would we say if we didn't know? We would say, I'm not sure, but that's a great question because it's really helpful to know about the parts of our body and what they're used for and how they work. So I will find out and get back to you. So that's point one. If ever we don't know something, we say to our kid, love that question. You've got an amazing brain. Thanks for asking me. I'll find out for you because I'm not exactly sure. Point two, books are going to be your best friend, not just for your kid, but actually also for you too. Um, a lot of us were raised without a lot of information about our genitals and so you could find a book something like this the vagina bible by jen gunter or the vagina book um, by dr jen conti which is also a collaboration with thinks the amazing period undies you could also get a book more suited to your child's age that has a picture of a vulva now this is a cartoon picture so close your eyes if you're watching the video and you don't want to see a cartoon picture of a vulva so this book here is designed for kids around the age of seven. So that would be a good age for um, the questioner's child, right? So there is a picture of the outside parts of a vulva in this book. This is It's So Amazing by um, Roby Harris. And uh, there are lots of good things about the Roby Harris books. And um, I always recommend that we have more than one book. We need a good few books about these parts of our kids because um, not every book covers everything super duper well, but that book has a really great picture of the outside of the vulva and what is not to like about that. The other thing to say about books is if we have books, even adult books like these ones on our shelf, it gives a subtle secret message to our kids that we talk about vaginas. Um, imagine if you had these two 
on your bookshelf. How awesome that would be if you're, if it's a bookshelf that your children go up to to find their books as well. So have a think about how do you store the books in your house? Where is the indications that you um, are interested and collect information about the body? And have a think about how you could change that to make it easier for your kid to ask you questions and easier for you to find the answers to them. And point number three, this week in the program that I run, this amazing program for parents, if I do say so myself, the parents in there have been working for eight weeks on learning how to have really complex and super conversations with their kids, but in a way that keeps them connected to their children and their children keep coming back and asking more and more questions. We were talking about the clitoris and one of the parents told me that her boys call the clitoris the glitterous like glitterous as in like glitter and trolls and fun and fairies. And I just thought, oh my goodness, we all need to be calling the clitoris glitterous just for a short period of time because doesn't it actually describe what the clitoris is? Full of fun and joy. So to actually answer what the clitoris is or what it does, we can take um, inspiration from this idea of glitterous, that the clitoris is designed to feel good. That's its primary function, pleasure. And how could it be possible to talk about that with our seven-year-old? We could say, well, you know what? There are lots of parts of our body that feel nicer than other parts. So for example, if I touch my lips like this with my finger, it feels really nice. Whereas if I touch my maybe my wrist or my forearm or my shoulder it sort of just feels like a bit like oh, yeah whatever and uh, one of the places where our body feels actually the most excitement and the most um, wonderful is around the area where the clitoris is you could also say that the clitoris is sort of like our eye you know how we have a part of our eye that we can see which is the front part but there are lots of parts behind that are needed to make the eye work well the clitoris is the same thing we can see a little bit of it at the top of our vulva but there are lots of other parts um, inside our body that are important for the clitoris to help us feel good the other thing you can say about the clitoris is it's a bit like the penis in the fact that it can swell up. Like the penis gets bigger, the clitoris also gets bigger. So when it feels good, the clitoris gets bigger and it makes our whole vulva look a bit more puffy or a bit larger. And that's its job and that's normal and that's okay. So let's recap the three points to help you talk to your kid about their vulva or specifically their clitoris. Point one, thank them for asking the question. Tell them they're awesome and um, go and find out the information if you don't know it. And it's not your fault you don't know. Point two, use lots of amazing resources, uh, more than one book, lots of books put in places where our children can see where they are and point three talk about the fact that the clitoris feels nice and uh, a little bit about what you can see and what you can't see of the clitoris and why it's completely normal that it changes shape if you want to be the first to join other parents who are building connection with their kids while learning how to talk about sensitive stuff like bodies and sex click the link around this podcast to give me your details and I'll let you know when that next starts. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. Bye for now.